0: Hi, Rachel. Hey,
1: Brian. So
0: tell me, how is your week?
1: Ugh, things are so bad that I am just learning that my summer self-care ritual is actually a lifestyle movement in Finland.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some people would take that as a compliment. It's called
1: Pantsdrunk. Which literally means sitting at home in your underwear and drinking. (laughs) That
0: doesn't sound so bad. And
1: that's what I did for the entire (laughs) month of July. That's kind of like what we're doing now. And it's why I accidentally (laughs) left one of our microphones at the beach. (laughs) But thanks to the wonders of Amazon Prime, I ordered another one, and I thought you'd never be the wiser. So here we are. Oh no!
0: But I figured it out as soon as you showed up. I saw. Oh, I don't know the original packaging, perhaps that yep. suggested that there might be a new, uh, new microphone. Anyway, we're thrilled to be here. This is this week in Nope, the podcast where we shut it down.
1: Is no, my son is no, my number is no. You need to let it go. You need to let it go. Need to let it go.
0: Okay, Rachel. This is an episode, uh, one of the, the favorite episodes, where we have a very special guest. Very Why don't we introduce special guest.
1: I'm so excited to introduce Lauren Goods, senior writer at Wired and the co-host of Wired's weekly Gadget Lab podcast. Woo, welcome. welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, and she's most importantly my former colleague at the Wall Street Journal. That is most important. That Absolutely. Is right. <laughs> we used to pass
2: each other in the hallway, and I thought Rachel was the coolest Honestly, I, I, I did. You well, you're a good was, judge of good I was in the video department, and we were sent to the corner of the newsroom, like, I don't know, like, the stepchildren, and Rachel was a star writer, and I was like, she's cool. She's awesome. Fabulous.
0: Awesome. And you're an ex- uh, accomplished podcaster as well, right? An OG.
2: Uh, if I'd call me an OG, but I did have a podcast at Recode before called Too Embarrassed to Ask that just ended. And now I'm a co-host of the Gadget Lab podcast at Wired.
0: Fantastic. Well, everybody should uh, subscribe to that as well. Yep. Uh, you'll be joining us for the whole nope experience, plus some yups at the end.
1: <laughs> I haven't been Get told. Ready. I'm supposed it's to like be funny. It's like the Jimi Hendrix
0: experience, but hopefully funnier. <laughs> okay. But worse. Rachel, why don't you start okay. us out?
1: So um I want to address the elephant in the room Uh-oh. which is the thing that we must talk about. Everyone we, we, must we, talk we, about. We would be remiss if we did not discuss this. So there's been so much happening in the world of infowars oh, this god. week. Oh god, I don't want to hear the word. And, I mean, yeah, it's like a war
0: on info. Like That's let's it is. let's
1: like take a step back and describe what this is. not it's everybody basically... may know.
0: We have, you know, a third of our listeners are international. They may not know what infowars is. So go ahead and and, and give us a Context.
1: Yeah, it's basically like a conspiracy theory hawking website run by an insaniac <laughs> named Alex Jones. He thinks 9-11 was an inside job. He thinks, like, Sandy Hook was... Created by crisis actors, Parkland, right?
0: Parkland and as well. Juice
1: boxes turn you gay. He had to apologize. <laughs> well, to that one yogurt. has some
0: merit. I used to love jukeboxes, <laughs> and look at me now. Look at you
1: now, so gay.
0: I'm as gay as they come. <laughs> but, and, and people take this as a real news. It's like the New York Times. Said. It's a newspaper of record for them. If yep. by newspaper I mean horrible website.
1: Right. So there's been all this like mounting pressure to ban Alex Jones from all of these social media platforms, especially. especially. Especially because his followers have been harassing the Sandy Hook parents who lost children and do not need people doxing them and following them around and threatening violence. Rightfully so. so. Um, Apple took the first step on Monday and banned all Alex Jones content from iTunes. Congratulations, for Apple, yep. for being on the right side of history. And then what happened? And then <laughs> other tech companies, though, did follow suit. Right, yeah. right.
0: Okay, there were, there were some other good actors in this game, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, so after that, YouTube took him down. Facebook, which for weeks has been saying that they're not going to do anything about InfoWars, Spotify Mailchimp <laughs> Mailchimp <laughs> Really wanted to get in there on that. <laughs> they had to I mean, get it. At least 27% of
2: people stunted. that read that headline were like what is Mailchimp? <laughs> <laughs> However, if you're on the right side of history, sponsor, I don't know if you knew that. Mailchimp
0: call us or yeah, contact, yeah, constant contact.
2: Yeah. I us. just can't wait for the Squarespace update that they've done it to.
1: Right. right.
2: <laughs> also mattresses. But I
1: couldn't believe that Pinterest also blocked him. And I was like, what is Alex Jones doing on Pinterest? Is he like planning like a Nantucket wedding in like a bunker? I don't understand. Like, what was he doing on there? And then you sent me a thing. There was like you porn.
0: Uh, <laughs> don't, an don't pretend you don't know what that is, <laughs> Rachel. Don't. it's
1: like it's like DIY porn. It's, it's like just Etsy porn, like search engine, Etsy. right? Is there
0: Alex Jones porn? I don't want to think about
1: that. (laughs) So this is embarrassing, but so I didn't know what you porn was. And I went went into it and searched Alex Jones and a lot of content came up. A lot of things that did not involve Alex Jones. But people were using his name as like SEO. Describe the thumbnails. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There was like a lot of like... um, blowjobs happening. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no,
0: no. Family podcast. We are we're not, not a family, family podcast. No. Okay. But
1: anyway, so that was gross. So now I have like a dirty computer like Janelle <laughs> Monae. Um, and there was one platform in particular that did not participate. Oh, yeah. Okay. In the shunning yeah. of Alex Jones. Perhaps Jen's they're and-
0: a former employer of yours? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> and that platform is? Twitter. Not an important platform. Con- no. Inconsequential.
1: He he only has a verified account with like almost a million followers, an increase of twenty two thousand since all of this happened. Oh good since for, him. Tuesday. Good for yeah.
0: him. With one name, Jack. N-
1: no, Alex Jones. Oh, I, I, think he, I, I, just say, I think Jack Dorsey. has yeah. more followers. Jack Dorsey
0: has a lot of followers. <laughs> right? Yeah, I was like he has more than that.
1: Yeah, no, but so he's using Twitter to distribute videos, like so Alex Jones responds to being banned on the internet, and it's getting like hundreds of thousands of views. So this is his new platform of choice, I and see. all of so these... how is
0: Twitter responding to this? Like I heard some buzz, but I haven't seen the specifics.
1: So Jack Dorsey, um, so there was this
2: twenty-four hour period where people were waiting to see. what... What Twitter would do because they were the, you know, the holdouts, effectively. And then uh, late on, let's see, was it Tuesday night? Tuesday night, Jack started tweeting that they're not going to suspend Alex Jones or InfoWars. Um, they said, we know it's hard for many people, but the reason is simple. He has not violated our rules oh and my. will enforce the rules when he does. And then he went on to say it was kind of a communications issue. Twitter Twitter's had problems with explaining their policies and their decisions in the past, and they plan to fix it. And then... <laughs> he went on <laughs> to say after that. About that
0: to hit the gong here <laughs> on the gong show. <laughs> now
2: this is where I as a journalist took great interest. <laughs> because he, th- he said that accounts like Jones's can often sensationalize issues and spread unsubstantiated rumors. Um that is an understatement. So right. it's critical journalists document, validate, and refute such information directly so people can form their own opinions. And this is what serves the public conversation. No, oh, Lauren, no. this is your new
1: job now. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys knew,
2: but when I'm done with This Is Nope and uh, retire from the Gadget Lab podcast, I am going to spend my time refuting conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's a
0: great use that's of your time. I'm eyes. just going to go out there and say, I know that like he's such a powerful guy that no one wants to criticize him, but I will say that this... Gentleman Jack Dorsey lacks a moral center. He lacks a moral core. A dorsal fin. <laughs> he lacks a frontal lobe. Like this guy is missing key elements of like his cognitive and executive capabilities.
2: <laughs> yeah, I will say as a journalist that it's a it, it's kind of a trite response to say, "Oh, great, this is my new job," and poke fun at it. I, I think what's happening here is that. This is in some ways for the content platforms a very difficult decision to figure out what to do. And I actually do believe in some ways this is kind of the easy way out for Twitter in the short term. Because once they start making a decision about someone like Alex Jones and someone who's spreading all of this vitriol and unsubstantiated, you know, so-called facts. Then they have to begin to evaluate. Right. What's the standard? people on the platform, and some in particular, I'm sure we can all think of, right. who also do terrible on things. On the other on hand, I
0: will quote you and Kara Swisher on your podcast, which is that they are not a government. They are not a nation state. They can make their own rules. The rules. They can make like, the, rules the rules and break who the rules, or, the or rules? make a new rule. I fucking change the terms of service on my websites every day according to the whims that suit me. So yes, like, yeah. I change
2: the terms of service on my life pretty much every day.
0: <laughs> and also, so, there was
1: an interesting. Article by David French about just like sort of adopting libel like the First Amendment yeah. libel rules and yeah. just don't let people libel. I'm done. Um, no, 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 no,
0: no, no. This is horrible. No,
1: this is horrible. So
0: Infowars, nope. Obviously, but frankly, you guys like Twitter, nope. Jack Dorsey, nope. Go back to Square. Fucking run Square. That's not a big enough job for you. You're you're not wanting for money. It's a, you have billions of dollars in stock. Yeah. You're getting fucking paid by Square. Yeah. No. Nope. No. Nope. Shut woke. it down. Shut down Infowars. No. No. Nope. Okay. Can I
2: can I offer a nuanced yes. no? Like, <laughs> no, there's no nuanced on this. This podcast. is a very nuanced <laughs> conversation we're having here, and let's move on to the next topic.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, that was a, that was a fake out. <laughs> I, I think it's
2: I think it's new out. Okay, I, I think it's okay, new okay. Out. that's okay. a hard
0: that's a hard no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. Um, you know, we are living in a world of grifters. Oh, they they're occupy, everywhere. They occupy every level level of our government, every, every level of business. Everyone is just out for themselves. They're
1: hiding under the stairs. They're,
0: they're under every rock, <laughs> every under every mossy rock. So I'm here to tell you about an unusual grifter. This is a coffee grifter. <laughs> um, and I'm going to tell you about a little experience. Extortion scheme that's been occurring. So this comes to us from uh, this is an expose that comes from a site that's called Sprudge. It <laughs> is very popular in the uh, coffee community.
1: Are they owned by Trump?
0: <laughs> no, they're drudge. They're like the drudge offshoot of, okay. <laughs> of coffee. It's Sprudge, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. And um, there's a guy who runs a coffee shop in Portland, Oregon, our favorite state. Hello. Zach Perkins, it's called the Rosaline Cafe, and he received a handwritten note on uh, ruled, hand-ruled paper uh, from a Daniel G. It was three paragraphs, and in it, he claimed that he received, uh, that he purchased, I guess, online a thing of stale coffee, and quote, "I found this very disappointing," and he asked for a replacement bag and for a quote prompt explanation of how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not the coffee that matters, it's the sentiment. Like, he needs to know that they have understood it, they've investigated <laughs> and repented, right?
1: They've done a full audit. A full audit, full
0: <laughs> HR has done a full investigation of the coffee, shipping, whatever. So, um, and there was no contact information, no email, no phone number, it was just an address in an apartment complex in Las Vegas wait. to which it should be shipped.
2: Wait, okay. wait, so there was a mailing address? or There, there was w- a mailing okay. address to, to which
0: the Free coffee, the replacement coffee, and the apology <laughs> note should, should be, be mailed. sent, and
1: and the report, <laughs> like the
0: investigation, and, and the results of the investigation, <laughs> right? Exactly, um, but something seemed uh, amiss. Um, Zach Perkins looked into it, apparently from the internet and everything they have, a record of everybody who had purchased from them. This <laughs> had
1: happened before. And
0: they could not find Daniel G. in the system anywhere. Um, so he posted it to Instagram and said, does anybody know anything about this? And it turns out that dating back to 2016, Daniel G. has sent this exact identical letter to 100 other coffee roasters wow. from coast to coast. And it has not stopped. The most recent one was received this week. Um,
1: so he He's just getting shipments of, of like coffee. fresh... coffee.
0: <laughs>
2: he is fueling he his. has to be repackaging them and selling them. There is a great little coffee shop. Daniel G is a, a savvy a barista. <laughs> yes, right now he is charging at least a thirty percent markup He's for the his it of <laughs> coffee. <laughs>
0: He is the Wilbur Ross and Scott Pruitt rolled into one.
1: So wait, are these letters handwritten? Yes,
0: they're high. we'll link so to them in the show notes. this is what he
1: does all day. He sits down. Well, I don't and know. It's like you know, a
0: few years and a hundred. Maybe he does one every few days. I haven't done the math When he on runs it. out. Right. I mean, it's not scalable. <laughs> right. no. He's going to have to laser print them at some point. And I don't know how many coffee roasters there are. He might run out. Will they do it the second time? So many questions.
1: Does he need an intern? <laughs> <laughs> I know well, somebody. Look, we're
0: all going to be out of jobs after we've crossed Jack Dorsey, so like we're all going to need help. We're so be maybe we can uh, on
1: Twitter. Right,
0: we could all go on Upwork and write these. Uh, write these. So no, this is a terrible thing. We're taking advantage of our dear coffee uh, coffee roasters who perform such a uh, service to society. A valuable
1: service. No, yeah, exactly. No. And
0: Daniel G. No, just shut it down. Stop writing your letters. No, 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 send an no.
1: email next time. Send it by email. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I want to talk about. So Lauren is just such an intrepid journalist, <laughs> and you really do suffer for your art. <laughs> <laughs> and I was reading this article you wrote recently in Wired about a company called Naked Labs. And I need to really hear a little bit more about this experience that you had trying this product. It's insane. Like, what is it? who is it being marketed to and like, what's the deal with this thing? So
2: I did not get naked for Naked Labs, much to everybody's disappointment, I'm sure. (laughs) But I will say that, um, they did encourage me at least twice to strip down to make the demo work. Oh. Right. Optimally. In a room with the CEO right. and like the head of science.
0: Oh, in front of PR them. In front of them. And, yes. I thought you meant like it, at home, like you're a print journalist, but they it, want you no, to do no, 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 like beforehand, <laughs> okay.
2: beforehand on the phone, before the demo, they said, you know, it does work better if you're stripped down to your underwear. And I said, okay, I'll think about it. And of course I did. And I wore stretch pants and a long sleeve t-shirt. And then when I showed up, they said, you know, it really does. work, And I said, I'm keeping the clothes on. Okay. <laughs> she was so like, let's just no. get that out of the way. Nope, nope, no. Okay. So so three. what is it? Naked Labs. I'm like 3D Labs. They make a 3D optical scanner that's built into the side of a mirror. They're using Intel technology in this mirror. And this mirror takes a full body scan of your body and then shows it to you. You're supposed to do this daily. And it shows it to you every single day. And for the low, low price of (laughs) $1,395, you too can feel bad about your body. Or good if you have a fantastic body. Now, you could do this, but but they're also measuring things like body fat composition. So stand on one of those
0: scales. Use your Apple Watch or your Garmin Watch, which you love, right? (laughs) Take a naked selfie of yourself in the mirror like any normal... Person Teenager, does, quote
2: <laughs> right? No, instead you get to send it to Naked Labs as cloud, which I think is probably more so appealing to people. it's on
0: Newport. <laughs> like, Under Alex then, Jones,
2: exactly. And then you hashtag it and SEO with
1: Alex Jones. <laughs> Wait, but <laughs> then
2: it's... it all comes full circle.
1: But so speaking of full circles, so you stood on this thing on the scale, right, right, in front of this mirror, and then you said it started spinning, and you yes. felt like a cat there on was... a Roomba. <laughs> There was no
2: warning. They they failed to tell me at the start of this demo that, oh, by the way, it's going to start spinning. So they tell me to step on it and then to widen my stance for the best position and to put my arms slightly away from my sides and curl my fists and all that stuff. At no point did they say, and now we're going to spin you like a cat on a Roomba. Okay. So this thing started spinning me. I started laughing as a human being would do. And then they said you ruin the scan because oh. I was laughing and you're supposed to have your face in there and all this stuff. It's oh. ridiculous. I it was to do only just an excuse
0: to get you naked. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally an excuse. It's like a casting couch and then, for, so for then, tech journalists.
1: Okay. But then, so the product of the 3d scan is this like, you know, it, it's, you look like liquid metal, and you're <laughs> spinning around on your iPhone, like like Terminator 2 Judgment Day. You know the cop that's like a yes. liquid, like T1000. T- <laughs> what
2: was the guy's name, John? John Patrick.
1: Yes. Yeah. So and it's scary that that's I know what that. it looked like. And so and that and also their methodology was questionable because they're using like an average like a database, yeah. right? And it's like so, mostly like a publicly, yeah. they're just
0: scraping and they have an API to scrape the internet of like body data. Uh,
1: no, what
2: they're doing is they're pulling from this well-known database of scans known as a DEXA scan, which is actually a medically sound way to get someone's body fat. And then, but what they're doing is they're applying algorithms so that they measure your body. Everybody. Optically, So, they get a sense of how, w- the shape of your body and where you might have fat pockets and all that okay. wonderful stuff. And then they apply it to this database and they no. say, well, based on the DEXA scans, no, we think your no, body fat this percentage.
1: Is is no. no, but the database is made of mostly men, is the oh, thing. Of course. <laughs> right. a completely different body <laughs> composition. Of course. No, no,
0: no. This is I, my verdict is, this is just an excuse to get you naked. <laughs> I'm sure they're hacking the cloud. Naked I'm labs. sure. I'm sure I that, mean, naked Labs. It's I'm like sure right you in want to get naked. Alex Jones is sitting, swiping right as we speak, looking at your naked, circulating body. No, 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 shut it down. (laughs) No, no. <laughs> Rachel, can we get more serious and talk about something that's really affecting our nation? Something political, maybe.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to talk about the Ohio special election. Oh. So I'm sure you, like me, I were was up last night wrapped, watching it, like reliving the 2016 needle of
0: doom. <laughs> you <laughs> it was know? Like 500 up, 500 down.
1: It was a nightmare. Danny O'Connor versus Troy Balderson <laughs> in a district that was, you know, 11 points up for Trump, right. and it Ruby was, red as they say. Ruby Red. Why did they
0: keep saying (laughs) that? They just started making that up. I think they're branding that for the election, right?
1: No. Okay, so... (laughs) And it just is it like
0: cobalt blue and cobalt ruby red? Blue. Like
1: why don't the blues have something? Wear a, like
0: a lapel pin with a cobalt. I like in it. Co-
1: or royal blue, royal
0: navy blue. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway.
1: So you know, it, it was so it was eleven points up for Trump, and it was so close. So this is considered to be like a huge a tie, victory right. for the Democrats. And any
0: Republican who's in like a plus five district or a plus three district, they're better running be, scared right, now.
1: Right. But like, I'm really sick of these like so called victories that are not, like, victories. Actual victories, victories. Like, right. There's only does, one winner. This doesn't feel good. And then you look at, like, this Green Party person. Wait, was this?
0: I didn't even know this. Was there a Green Party cat, like Jill Stein? <laughs> there like was a Jill Soviet Stein of Ohio. Soviet stooge who, like, siphoned off votes?
1: <laughs> oh, yes. So the guy's name is Joe Manchick, and he got... Not s- Joe
0: Manchin. Joe Manchick. No, Joe Manchick okay. with a K. <laughs> like a <bench> he's, <laughs> the of, he's
1: the one, he's the Ertzat Joe Manchin. And he <laughs> the got, poor man Joe Manchin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's and basically a Republican, uh, but yes. okay.
1: Um, and he got 0.6% of the vote. And that would have created a tie if yep. all of those votes went to O'Connor. Because
0: then it goes to the automatic recount if it's within a certain margin. If it's within
1: right. 0.5, right. So, you know, who are these people voting for the Green Party candidate in such a close Insaniacs. election? And who is Joe I had to, like <laughs> who, I, who is? Who That's the, a
0: real question. Who is Joe who Manchik? Who is Joe
1: Manchik? So I, so I looked him up. I have
0: a feeling you have an answer. And
1: it, 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 who is, it's, who am I? It said, I am a Green Party candidate for the United States state's House of Representatives in Ohio's 12th congressional district. Now about me. My distant relatives originally came <laughs> to planet Earth.
0: They <laughs> came to planet Earth
1: from a planet orbiting a star in the Pleiades star cluster <laughs> located in the constellation of Taurus.
0: Is he a Scientologist? What? Is he operating Thetan six? He oh, says sorry. he's a descendant of <laughs> aliens. I don't know if you guys have
2: seen the Pleiades Star Star Cluster porn on you porn, but it is fantastic. <laughs> very,
0: very sexy. Babies are made. <laughs> Babies are made. So
2: no, Joe no. Manchin. That's,
0: that's his legitimate like bio, his bio. campaign bio. That's no, a, no, I don't even, I can't, who s- are no, these people? no, no, I'm throwing I up. I can't with I'm these throwing... people. At one threw...
2: point, he was interviewed back in March and at one point it was reported that he could not remember the URL for his <laughs> own website.
0: <laughs> <For some laughs> website. So we've all com? been there.
2: Like sometimes <laughs> people ask me where well, my website is and I'm like, weird. Dot I think it's weird.com. <laughs> weird <dot> <laughs> I think it is. But you know, so it happened. But yes, this is this is the Green Party candidate in Ohio. No, Joe
0: manson Just go barriers. Go uh, go into a Thai cave and flood it. I want all flooded. these Green like, no. people.
1: No, no, we don't need them. <laughs> No. They're the shut worst. It down. Shut no, it down. shut it down. Okay, so
0: what we need, <laughs> what, we what need, do we need? What we need is secure voting, right? Because we're all going to get, we know we're going to get hacked, and it's going to screw us either way. The Democrats win in the midterms; the Republicans will say, "Oh, it was hacked," and the other way around, we know it was hacked. Right? right? This
1: should be a bipartisan this issue bi-partisan. that we want we security. Have, in this
0: day and age, we should have you know foolproof technology and you know hacker proof and so forth. Well, I have the answer. Oh. Well, there is a company that has the answer, and, and it is called Votes. And the most important thing you need to know about votes is how it is spelled, (laughs) which is V-O-A-T-Z. not
1: a good sound. (laughs) They (laughs) don't even know how to... like
0: (laughs) oats, like hip oats with a Z. I'm
1: against anything that ends with a Z. Yeah,
0: no, that's terrible. I'm
1: against anything that has
2: vowels.
0: (laughs) So you're basically Serbian. I mean, if you're a real Silicon Valley
2: startup or the like, you must leave out your vowels. The fewer
0: vowels, the better. (laughs) Grinder. Okay. So Votes, let me tell you about Votes. So it's a Boston-based startup, and they have raised $2 million. That's like nothing. Karen and I, who are in the startup world, know that's not a lot, but it's enough to get you started. Mm -hmm. And they have a little bit of traction, as they say. Uh, They they may have some product market fit here. So they have made a secure voting app for your mobile phone. So you can actually vote on your mobile phone, which, uh, you know, and it uses the blockchain and biometrics. To which we ask our classic question.
1: What could possibly go (laughs) Go wrong?
0: That could be the secondary name for this podcast. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? Right. Uh, Well, we don't know because they're just in their pilot phase, but they do have a very prestigious client. It is one of the most forward thinking states in the union. (laughs) Home (laughs) to Joe Manchin. It is West Virginia. (laughs) Also the most gullible state in the union. (laughs) Because Not today. They Satan. are the pilot client for votes, no. the Um and they are going to test it in this upcoming election. Oh,
2: that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's no, excellent. it's actually being used yeah. and
0: they're gonna use it to allow over overseas military service people to vote in this election. Now, the only mitigating factors are all going to vote Republicans anyway. So if they lose the votes, no big whoop, right? But um, they've been interviewing experts about this. They found Joe Hall, a security expert at one of these great think tanks, and he could say he said that mobile voting is a horrific idea <laughs> <laughs> just as a concept. It's horrific. Now, there's a little bit of data that um, votes has to overcome. There's, this has been tried before, admittedly a few years ago, when the, the blockchain wasn't as well-developed. Um, it's distributed, but it's developed better now. Um, it was a bunch of security researchers at the University of Michigan.
1: Okay. Well, and, I trust them. No, of like, course. You they, remember, go blue. They know what's go up. Go blue.
0: <laughs> right. So they tried to, there was a sort of an early stage, uh, uh voting system. And they successfully hacked into it. But because they were white hats, they were not intending to do any harm, they just reprogrammed it to play the University of Michigan fight song. Okay. But I think the point <laughs> was proved. <laughs> right, right. So they
1: were trying to say this is not right. secure. I don't know like,
0: what the national anthem of Russia is, but I have a feeling that if I ever vote mobile if, if in, you West vote Virginia, in West it's going to start playing. That's what's going to happen. Congratulations. I, I, I hope that this pilot program fails miserably.
1: How did this two bit nonsense <laughs> company get this government contract? I don't understand. It must have
0: come out of a good accelerator. Yeah. Good West Virginia accelerator. I don't know. No (laughs) votes. No, we don't want to vote with you. I don't want you to go bankrupt. Just go out of business. I don't care. No. No, 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 no. no. Speaking of technology, we are lucky enough to have a technology expert here with us, Lauren. You spend your life living and breathing technology. I think you have an item for us.
2: I I, I was going to say, where is she? Where is this tech (laughs) expert? uh, Well, we'll introduce our executive
0: producer later.
2: Magic Leap. Okay, so Magic Leap is a highly secretive. Well, they were much hype startup that's been around since around 2011. They've raised over two billion dollars, two billion, not two, two million like votes, billion <sighs> with a B. Okay, that's correct. Wow, which by all intents and purposes is a large that's amount a of, money of money for yeah. a startup. That's
0: like SpaceX money. And
2: this was based entirely on prototypes, by the way. Oh. Because until this week, Magic Leap had not yet shipped anything, and now they're shipping a I think it's $2,200 a little bit more an augmented reality headset to its developer base only. Now a lot of companies do this, right? They they might make a hardware product and if it's like kind of new in an untested market, they give it to developers first because they think, oh, if they make cool apps, then the regular people will eventually want to buy it. Except that eh, the technology <laughs> based on, I don't know if you guys have seen or tried augmented reality headsets. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: Pokemon Go. Okay, not but headset, did you put it went on
2: your face, Brian? I gotta tell you. Once you start putting these displays on your face, and you're doing, you're talking about face computers, we're talking about a whole new category. I'm not
1: interested in anything that goes on your face. Okay, no. 3D movies failed, Google Glass, I don't want Warby these Parkers. spectacles. <laughs> no. And now this magic leap, which looks like you look like you're Wearing got like, but is there a swim particular goggles. application? I
0: mean, is it any AR application? There or are do a they few have special content
2: for this? Uh, no, they do. So they struck a deal with the NBA earlier this year. So that the idea, and Shaq went appeared in a video saying, like, these things are awesome, effectively. Um, so you could watch, like, 3D animated NBA players appear in front of your eyes if you're wearing these funky-looking goggles. Um, they, I think they did a deal with Wayfair for furniture, which, by the way, furniture is always one of, I don't know what it is, but like as soon as someone comes up with an AR platform slash solution, the furniture makers are always like, it's like Lowe's and Wayfair and Ikea, everyone else. They yeah, they all want yeah, to say Ikea, like. Ikea, they're like, place this couch in virtual reality <laughs> in <laughs> your cool. living room and you can see what it would be like if you bought said couch or lamp or chair. I like that idea, In though. theory. In theory. In theory. Yeah. But if you think about, like, needing to develop repeat customers, like, you buy a couch once right. every... How whatever, yeah, Right. So how, how frequently are you going to use that? It's like that? a mattress. But, yeah. When Casper's done, yeah. okay, right. No, the, <laughs> the important thing to know about Magic Leap, though, aside from the fact that people who have seen the technology progress over the past couple of years have said, like, oh, it's maybe not, you know, as, as quite as exciting as we thought, is that at one point, reportedly, Beyonce thought it was boring. Boring. So if that's oh, what she said. That's says, a kiss of death. Oh, I don't know, guys
1: you know
0: no no, <laughs> no. If Be- i'm shutting no. it down Be- right Beyonce there no. no and also we don't need two billion dollars like
1: there's a, what I,
0: I don't i'm speechless i don't understand like
1: how did they keep getting the money it's look yo well they we gave, we gave got a lot of a million of,
0: dollars in, <laughs> they in gave, gave capital, a lot so. of
1: demos to you
2: know high profile people under strict ndas so they'd come in and they'd see this super cool demo and then they'd be like, you know, okay. Open well, nope, nope is
0: going to have an augmented reality app. So then when you're listening to the podcast, it's like you're here. <laughs> We're in your living room, not virtual reality, where you're in ours. Augmented. We're, We're here in yours, horrifying right? You. And Lauren, you will be on our board of advisors, <laughs> and you will tell us how to get that $2 billion. And we'll
1: yeah. never ship anything. We promise. Yeah. Yeah,
0: if if any, no if any fur- shipping anything <laughs> again. <laughs> no. If any
2: furniture companies want to sponsor this podcast, you know, call us. Ikea, call us. us. <laughs> call <laughs> us. No, no, Rachel. No,
0: shut it down. Okay. Now, on this podcast, we love entrepreneurs. They provide us with some of our best material and some of the worst material as well. And um, As that's, in life. That's as in life. And that's a great example of a venture back $2 billion. I like to talk about a bootstrap. That means you sell things and you pay for your own growth through what you sell. This is a good example of this. This is an animal story. Good example of. Uh, uh, an animal story like this is nudicles, the artificial <laughs> testicles. Uh, right. <laughs> right. started from your, nothing. Right. And then they tested, it on, they said, tested it on elephants. For your neutered dog that is embarrassed. And they grew into the dog market, and it's very successful now. So this is tapping into the market of hipsters raising chickens. And oh, know, there's so many there's of so them. There's so many. In fact, I Shout saw a study. Shout out to Jay
1: Kaplan, our Jay other Kaplan cousin. Jay Kaplan,
0: our other cousin. 1% <laughs> of the population in urban centers uh, keep chickens. Uh, Julian keeps chickens, oh, Stacy yeah. and Chris keep chickens, our, our mutual friends. Okay, so this is a story about a woman named uh, Julie Baker. And uh, she uh, started a brand for general chicken stuff in 2010 called Pampered Poultry. And she stumbled upon a YouTube video of a chicken wearing an upside down uh, apron as a makeshift diaper. <laughs> um, because apparently chickens poop 12 times a day. They don't pee. They don't urinate, actually. The pee is, like, you know, synthesized into the poop, oh. which, which sounds interesting to me. <laughs> I mean, it would uh, sound very practical. <laughs> little, little biology, zoology lesson there. <laughs> so she found this, and she decided to, like, reverse engineer this. So she happened to own an old English hen named Abigail, um, and uh, <laughs> she roped in her daughter. So she was, not shockingly, homeschooling her daughter. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and she decided I'm, that I'm getting a... <laughs> a whole
1: picture here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Homeschooled chicken razor with an Abigail. Um, and they decided to start by um, they stitched together a cotton fabric diaper. And it sort of worked. So she decided I'm
1: imagining like a Laura Ashley print. (laughs) Like we're getting there. Like Laura Ingalls Wilder.
0: So it first started, she started marketing it to her little tribe of poultry enthusiasts, and she would market it at poultry shows. Like she had a little stall. And I guess, you know, if you want to catch fish, go where the fish are. So you go to the poultry show. Then she expanded. And apparently there's this whole culture of poultry relay races that I was unaware of. But apparently, it's very lucrative. So she began selling these at the relay races, and now it's completely gone mainstream with all of these urban hipsters who have chickens. She is selling $1,000 worth of diapers every single week. Um, Yeah, it's... uh, it's...
2: (laughs) Now, I just looked up a photo of these diapers as you're saying this, and what sticks out to me, what jumps out to me is that there are frogs on the diapers. So she has oh, clearly no, no. chosen to create a, pat, so a pattern of some sort. Oh, they sort. are luxury. To your, to your the the, the name Laura of the segment Ashley, is luger, luxury chicken But why a frog? Like I guess if you put another type of, you know, bird on there, it might be too close for comfort. Yeah, it'd make like, it
0: go... To, it'd be get super awkward. mad. Right. Okay. so the, But there are other... This has triggered a phenomenon. Of course, this is driven by Instagram, like all evil things in the world. Um, there are further brand extensions now. There are chicken dresses. Um, <laughs> these are colored blue and purple, and they are basically tutus
1: Brian we have pictures that no 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 i, I got to keep going they I'm... have
0: they have <laughs> nightgowns because no. what chicken really wants to sleep in the nude
1: are <laughs> like, living they
0: really they need to they're modest creatures <laughs> they're beasts of the field this they is... like to cover up and the final one <laughs> Is they've given them saddles, not for (laughs) humans riding them, but for when they mate, because it can ruffle their feathers, so to speak, Mm. literally and figuratively. (laughs) And uh, they can actually mount each other safe in the knowledge that there is a a leather saddle protecting them. (laughs)
1: What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like a leather saddle? Uh, How does that even get attached?
0: (laughs) How do you tape it under the under the undercarriage this is not
1: fit for discussion on no. this podcast no, no. even by okay. our low it's standards as bad.
0: it's just as bad as nudical what, no. <laughs>
2: what is the Finnish word for a chicken that's in its underwear drinking i'm just
1: curious there is a finish word for that i don't know didn't we, wasn't there some Finnish Fe- word Pants drunk is for a human maybe so it's it feathers, drunk.
0: feathers drunk drunk. No no, no no luxury chicken just let your no. chicken go au naturel and shit on the fucking coop like everyone else okay
1: all right (laughs) so okay i need to just take a breather after
0: that we need something (laughs) entertaining
1: yeah so i want to talk about the oscars there was some big news about the oscars today they're months
0: away they're six months away even
1: yeah they're they're in end of february or beginning of february um and in recent years there's been just so much controversy at the oscars there was the hashtag oscars so white controversy and then there was the whole. Moonlight versus La La Land, fuck up, and then a movie about a woman who has sex with a fish. One. I always get
0: the sense that the, the Oscars are out of touch with reality. Like, well, I watched a lot of those prestige films. I watched the fish film, and I was like, this is terrible. I stopped it after 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, and so the problem is the Academy, they, they view these films that are these very prestige, low-budget, normally, you know, high-end movies, and then you've got the blockbusters that are just
0: that everyone loves that
1: everyone loves and have mainstream appeal and are international and generate like a billion dollars in ticket which sales which you could
0: argue are just as worthy
1: but what is I the mean? value
0: of okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sense you disagree yeah, I feel like the
1: there's money, and that's you know they get money, and the other people get prestige. Okay, you know, okay. okay. So uh, there's been steadily declining viewership for the Oscars because there's this bifurcation in our culture, and nobody cares. Nobody wants. No to one see wants the, to watch the artist winning the, best Picture. The artist or the thing with the woman Boyhood who fucks or whatever, the fish. Right. I, you know, so <laughs> a record low: twenty-six point five million people watched last year's broadcast, and that was even a twenty percent decline from the year earlier. So everyone's just been. Complaining for years, it's too long. There's too many awards. The host, James
0: Franco, Anne Hathaway. Not the good. host, okay.
1: and there's awards for obscure things like sound editing. And so, what are they doing about it? They should call me. I would I would <laughs> definitely fix this. But so so last year the the Oscars were 3 hours and 16 minutes long. I know I was there. This, I mean I wasn't there. I went through it. I at, felt like I was well, there. Well, this year I guess it was in February, but next year in 2019 the Oscars are going to be 3 hours long oh, instead that's of 3 hours they're 19 so minutes. So what are they doing about so, it? <laughs> so they're they're in addition to, uh, you know, Sort of condensing some of the more obscure awards, they're adding a new category. They're oh, not good. taking anything <laughs> away; they're adding a new thing, and that is the Outstanding Achievement in Popular Film Award. And they're saying Popular they're going to call film. it a Popcorn Award. Oh, this is terrible! No, this is, like this the is VMA's. Yeah. This is like a Moon yeah, Man. Are they just like trying to like go, go for the Golden Globe?
0: They're like, just like? trying to
2: get Deadpool an Oscar. Yeah, that's what they're is, doing. Exactly. They're like the Marvel Universe they will be getting,
0: getting Oscars. They want the Lego movie, Ninjago to oh win an Oscar. Everything is
1: awesome. They're pandering, mm-hmm. and and but the thing is, are people even going to watch anyway? Just because like no,
0: there is no bigger fan of popular culture than me, and yet like let's keep the Oscars what they're supposed to be for, which is like for artistic achievement and all of these fabulous things. There are so few bastions of recognition for these kinds of like artistic mm-hmm. achievements. Like you don't need Mission Impossible Eighteen doesn't need a fucking Academy Award. It wins the box office; it's going to make two billion dollars worldwide. What more do you need?
1: No, but Tom Hanks. But I Not think Tom,
0: Hanks, Tom Cruise. What do you need?
1: It also creates a world where there's this alternate category for for movies that could have merit, like Black Panther. I thought was an excellent should've element been, That should probably be great. nominated. Should
0: probably win Best Picture,
1: right? So,
0: except for Love Simon,
1: ex- <laughs> right? You talk about Love Simon on every episode, but
0: there's more coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so this is just terrible. No, this is. I mean, no, 16 no. minutes shorter, not going to no. make a difference. Also, don't
2: you? You have to feel a little bit bad For the people who are in categories that are more obscure, like maybe costume design or sound editing that have spent their entire career speaking yeah, away their at this like thing. daytime Emmy award they, things, and right? And then they get that moment and like Jimmy Kimmel's like, "Up, oh, yep, uh, you gotta, you have 10 seconds on stage. Let's usher you off. Gotta shave those next minutes. I do feel minutes. bad for them. They are
0: yeah. dedicated. their art. Yeah. I know. Okay, they but are no, no, we but... don't want this category like. No. Just there should
1: be 10 categories. They should keep the Oscars to one get hour. Get rid of those,
0: like, in memoriam. Get rid of the, like, in special category. That like, can whatever. go. Just put it on the website. Make it a, a, an extra. It I want YouTube, an in web-isode. memoriam
1: to the in memoriam. <laughs> 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 that would be amazing. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Shut, shut it, it down. Shut it down. Shut it down.
0: Okay. Um, this has been fantastic. We're so happy to be back in the same place. Um, this is the part of the podcast that everybody loves the most. This is a podcast about terrible, terrible things. This is the one thing that people like the most. The, people yeah. come up to me, they spit in the streets. <laughs> they spit at my feet and they say, what are you doing bringing up all these terrible topics? I have a terrible life already. You're just making You're it making worse. You're making it so much and worse. And the only reason they listen, and this is why we put it at the end. It's like why they put the dairy at the back of the grocery store, yep. right, is we got the notes. We got the, the yups. We got the yups at the end, the beacons of light. I'm going to start with mine. My yup this week is a book. Oh, People still read books.
1: Long-form content.
0: Long-form content. It's a relatively short book, but it's called Song of Achilles. It won the Man Booker Orange whatever they call it award a few years ago. So uh, I'm a little late to the game, but it's called Song of... You're so of...
1: late to the game.
0: Like... <laughs> I read a fucking book that's not okay. late to the game. I want a... Fucking award for that. <laughs> um, so it's called Song of Achilles, and it is a retelling in modern language, but not in modern times, of uh, the story of Achilles and his right-hand man and probably lover, Patroclus. Okay. Um, and uh, it is just beautifully written. It's it's a it's a grown-up book, but it's basically written in that beautiful simplicity of a YA novel, mm-hmm. um, which I certainly espouse by Madeline Miller, and um, to me. If I was forced, I would say it's a beautiful combination of Call Me By Your Name and Love, Simon, set in ancient Greece oh. upon the uh, upon the siege of Troy. And, of oh. course, we all know, like with all Greek things, everyone dies at the end. So I was reading it slowly. Because I, I no didn't spoilers. want everyone to die. Like, imagine like calling me by your name where there's a massacre at the end and everyone yeah. actually dies. That's kind of what happens. Anyway, Song of Achilles. If like it's a great beach read. It really. I'm, you think I'm joking? Ancient Greece. It's a beach read. So if you do read books, and we know we have a very intelligent, literate audience. So I know you do. Please pick up Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. There's a, a sequel called Circe. From a woman's point of view. Oh. I mean, that came out last year, and I haven't gotten to it yet, but I hear it's great too. So let's read, let's all read them together. Let's read them together. After
1: you're done with Parker Posey's memoir. Yes,
0: that's right. (laughs) Okay, Rachel, what do you got?
1: All right. So, you know, my yup goes to Lauren, and on the occasion of International Cat Day, I (laughs) really need to ask you about this thing called Mod Cat that you told Kara Swisher was. The iPhone of litter boxes.
0: The iPhone of litter boxes? Wait, the of litter box? Wait we're doing a lot of like pet, like animal a lot shit of, today. A lot of animal
1: <laughs> shit. I know. I was like, should I bring it up? It's a lot of animal shit too, too content. Soon, too soon. But, you know, so it was on the final episode of your great podcast, Too Embarrassed to Ask. And uh, I just need to hear more about ModCat. What is the story of this?
2: <laughs> so, I don't re- even remember now how ModCat came up, but ModCat is a boutique litter box. <laughs> you can find it on the interwebs. It is, okay, it's ridiculously expensive. Uh, the smaller one is... I think, $80, and the larger one is around $130. Okay. And it is just a really well-designed litter box. There, There's a top-load version, and then there's a front-load version where the cat can go in either way. Can the and cat
1: go in through the bottom,
2: though? The, no, unfortunately, <laughs> they haven't quite come up with that okay. yet. But they're partnering with Elon Musk to dig tunnels <laughs> to make that happen. So, Elon, if you could just fix the litter box problem, I forgive you and for everything into else. And then Right, and in launch it Tesla. into Babe. i look forward to the twitter fight he gets into when he calls the makers of modcat pedophiles so <laughs> so anyway so uh, but but okay so but here's the thing when i taped that podcast with kara i thought that the new modcat xl litter box was the the best thing ever and then we found an engineering flaw with it since then oh. where our cat um is rather large and has caused the top to cave in a couple times because there isn't enough tension on the top Loading oh, part of oh, it. Oh no, And caves, then, if you, is, wait, and wait, then wait. if you start to use the front load part of it, the bags aren't. So the, he is not an expert in caves.
0: Aren't. He is not. <laughs> he is ill equipped. <laughs> so
2: whoever invented the mycat, I have some notes for you. Um, I will treat it like a product review. I'll tell you what's wired. I'll tell you what's tired. Let's. Oh, there that. we
0: go. Okay, you have you have one more a uh, yup of your own. Have, yes. I do
2: have a... I like the combination of yup and nope. Oh though. yeah, it's a yope. That's, that's a good that's one. A you yope. guys should <laughs> use that sometime. Like you can't really decide.
1: It was like. Oh, yeah, it's did you have any other questions by the way? I just kinda took that and ran with no, it. No, no, I think that was my main question. I just uh, you know, I, I thought it looked like a juicero, which like was the iPhone of juicers, and then I was wondering like why does everything have to like look like an iPhone? And anyway, you know, I am just I'm just happy that you have it. <laughs> I'm just really and, glad it doesn't squeeze the cat <laughs> at an extreme pressure.
0: <laughs> yeah, <extracted> <laughs> Despite the structural extracted, integrity, species, <laughs> right. like a chicken diaper. Right, exactly.
2: So my up this week is for the, all the firefighters who are currently fighting the California wildfires, which earlier this week, it, it became, it unfortunately became a historic, uh, historical fire. Uh, excuse me, fire. It's the largest in the state's history. Oh. And so there are thousands of firefighters right now who are coming from all over to help fight this thing. Um, infantry soldiers from the U.S. Army have been pulled in. And interestingly, firefighters from New Zealand in Australia, have actually come to help oh, us right. out in oh. my home state of California. they so amazing, which is amazing because and we do you know nothing but bash. Them I was just going to does
0: nothing but bash. We're them. not
2: particularly nice to Australia and New Zealand. It ranges from the straight up they're criminal, too. Even when people have nice things to say about going there, they're like, it's such a long flight. Oh. You know, it's, it's so in general, <laughs> we just... <laughs> like, yes, it's, it's,
0: it's there. It's you it's should th- know what to prepare for. It's not like it's a surprisingly <laughs> it's long on flight. Map, it's map, okay? Like, it is <laughs> what it is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> These
2: folks have come over to help us fight our fires. I mean, that's, and that's, that's a real really sign really, of a country's
0: character. You know who the, like, very frequently, the number one country to send relief workers to countries they have nothing to do with is... Israel, Israel, Israel—they're yeah. they, the first to send to the Haiti earthquake. They're they sent to the
1: Thai cave, right? To, yeah. pe-
0: to countries that hate them, that yeah. want them like sent to hell. Like they send the relief workers. So they, they do. I think that's a true. Thank you for that. Yup, that's a that true, is a really good. Yup, yep. and so yep.
1: thank you help. to Australia, and New Zealand. Right, we, we right. Love you. And
0: thank you to Lauren Good. So thank before you, we wrap Lauren. up, can you tell us where to find you on social media, where to read your writing? Because I, I think after this, everyone's going to be like hankering for more.
2: Absolutely. Really? Oh man! Yeah, I hope I think so. Gonna be like we'll yeah. t- you're gonna get feedback in the comments Gonna be like never hear from her again <laughs> i doubt it uh, band, so band. uh so you can find me on twitter at lauren good with an e at the end i do still tweet a bit even though twitter as a platform has um evolved or devolved uh and i'm also at the gadget lab podcast at wired you can find that wherever you find your podcast and my writing is at wired.com
0: Fantastic! Great. Thanks for Thank having you. me, guys. This has been really
2: fun. This Thanks. is a huge so e- up fun for me. It's a real privilege
0: to have you on. Um, you know, this reminds us how great it is to have guests. And uh, I mean, you're a special guest. Not everyone is going to be as good as you are. Pun but intended. we do have some special guests coming up in the next few weeks. I think people really enjoy that. Yeah, it's um, very I hope you exciting. enjoy us too. Like, we, you should definitely tweet us because we like getting suggestions. We're getting more and more. Now that we're getting out there, we're getting more and more nope suggestions. So tweet us your suggestions, nope suggestions,
1: comments. Rachel, Just, what's
0: your Twitter handle?
1: It's at Rachel D. It's so simple. And I'm
0: at Brian Hacked with H-E-C-H-T. No one can spell it, but that's uh, that's what I was born Don't with. Don't
1: troll me. Don't insult
0: me. <laughs> Just send me Just... Nope ideas. <laughs> no ideas. So anyway, uh, thank you so much. Please, if you're enjoying this podcast, you could do all the online things. You could rate us, review us, subscribe. And of course you should do those things. But Rachel, what's the number one thing people should do?
1: Turn to your left. Turn, Turn to your, your right. <laughs> And tell a friend.
0: Tell a friend. If you do that, we will have three times mathematically. Hold on, let me get my abacus. Yes, we will have three times the number of listeners. Such
1: a genius. And that would
0: give us that would give us such a such a boost. Such a, such a, a boost.
1: boost. Uh, an emotional boost.
0: Okay, <laughs> this has been a terrible week, but we've talked some very interesting topics, fascinating <laughs> topics here. Uh, don't forget to curb your chicken um, and, uh, and your come back cat. and see us next week. <laughs> this
1: has been this week in Nope, the podcast where we shut it down.
0: One? One.